Hi, I'm Nat V, and this is Memoria. Each episode explores a moment in time that shaped a writer's life. Every month we publish Flash Memoir, which has been adapted into bite-sized audio stories with sound effects and music. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The following story is called I Confess, I Let Him Touch Me, and it is written and read by Simone Wagner. Here is Simone to tell us how she came to write I Confess, I Let Him Touch Me. It's a story that I feel needs to be told and... I think there's ways of getting out of situations like I was in, which could have been really bad, that you don't have to, you have to walk past fear and you have to, um, you know, you have to draw on resources that may not become available if you're living in fear. So that can apply to so many different things. I let him touch me. He didn't dig his elbows into my forearms to hold me down. He didn't cover blood-caked lips with nicotine fingers. He didn't know how I wondered if my healed feet could smash through his windscreen. He didn't ask if his fingers smitten could crawl upon my legs, searching. I let him touch me to silence my scream, a fatted worm thickening my throat to mute, sacrificial and willing. I was drunk. Yes, drinking champagne at a five-star hotel didn't make me less drunk, or the night less my fault. I was drunk, happily. Women dressed sexily without a male companion, a fair game, begging for it. I was drunk. That was my fault. And my choice. My taxi driver's hand on my leg, that was my fault. The central locking system he trapped me inside his cab with, that was my fault. Me triggering his partner, abandoning him, taking their daughter away. Me the trigger for a memory he retold as a story. To excuse his anger, that was my fault. It was my fault because I was trusting, drunk alone, in a car with a stranger. I let him touch me because it silenced the me that said this is my fault and gave me choice. Two hours before I met him, I was drunk, happily. My lips aching sweet from French champagne sipped in the throb of a honeycombed piano den fat with promise. My pony, a tail, tossing in a slow-burning fuse of tease and seduction. Dances and valour, the toing and froing of adults yesing and knowing. Men and women, gallant or not, accepting or not, that no meant no. Men and women, gallant or not, accepting or not, that no meant no. We left the piano bar beneath the five-star twinkling lights, Illumined the hotel's concierge, his nutcracker readiness, his welcoming gloved hand hailing our taxi at the ready. We (laughs) fell into our cab, two giggling piles together, gravity eluding us. Where to, ladies, he said, our cabbie in his taxi. One sec, I said. Alex and I theatrically spilled what money we had left onto the seat between us. Our destination dependent on whether we had enough for a drop at her Bellevue apartment first, then continue on to my Bondi apartment, or a sleepover at hers and a sober drive home from hers to mine tomorrow morning. He said we had enough to get home safely to both. We didn't. I was drunk, that was my fault. When he asked me to sit up front so I wouldn't be lonely, I agreed, that was my choice. 
When he said, do you mind if we take a detour to fill up with petrol, I agreed. When, after three attempts at refuelling at stations he knew were closed, and his driving further from my safe passage home, and my noticing that all the doors were centrally locked, and my noticing that he was aware, that I was aware, and still I remained silent, that too was my choice. As he drove further from my home into an industrial state I had never seen, he laughed. <laughs> His laughter a mockery about how more chopped up and frozen dismembered bodies weren't being found in backyard freezers. How more sluts like his ex-wife were allowed to take children away from their fathers. His hand reached for my calf, his now fatherless fingers searching for what excited him most. My fear. I confess, I didn't pull my leg away. I let his fingers crawl up my leg. Men make mistakes when driven by desire. And as his fingers crawled, I confess, that's what I hoped for. He needed me to be his prey, and to survive, I needed him to believe I was willing. I can tell you that he never violated me physically, that a taxi with its lights on came through the dark, down the abandoned industrial street we were parked on, and that I told him I too had a little girl, and that I was all she had, and she needed me to come home. And I can tell you my fear negotiated a common humanity from him, and that he gave me the fare to taxi home in one whole piece. But as I stepped from his cab to depart in another, his fingers bit back my wrist, their strength piercing my escape. I know where you live, he said. I'll drop by sometime and see you and your little girl. After that night, with distance between then and now, I fictionalized a version of this story into a short film and fictionalized the bad guy. His comeuppance was epic. Simon, what are you working on at the moment? Uh, presently, I am 2019 resolution to have my novel I've been working on, psychological thriller, up within the next three months because I've been working on it for three years. Um, this draft, don't know which one this is, it hopefully will be at a, for somebody else's eyes to read at that stage. So that is that's the most important thing, and trying to keep to this limit I gave myself to try and read more this year so those are the things I'm working on. My favorite place to write, luckily I, I can write anywhere, I love writing in bed but what normally happens is I'll start writing at 11 p.m. at night which is always a really bad idea for sleeping and rituals for me, oh, I really love to have a tidy house so it'd probably be a great idea if I work away from home because then my cutlery drawers wouldn't be as perfect as they are. I love Toni Morrison. I love the sound of her work read out loud. And even if I read it from the page, I can hear, I can hear the rhythm of the sentences. And I said to a friend the other night, that's, those are the kind of sentences I love reading. Sentences like the beats of a song that you can hear. The melody, or melody is a silly word, I think. You can just hear the rhythm of the of the sentences. I love that. So Toni Morrison. And then I love the really super quick sharpness of someone like Carl Hyacin because he and Hunter S. Thompson because they write with such economy and their sentences are really short. And I love I love the marriage between those two. Three authors. Currently reading I'm reading A Movable Feast by Ernest Hemingway. I'm loving how he describes 
settings without ever describing what people are wearing, how more how they're thinking internally. I love those internal thoughts describing a setting. Memoria was written and produced by me, Nat V. I Confess, I Let Him Touch Me was written and read by Simon Wagner. Each episode is illustrated by Peter Manning. The story segment was edited by Jen Farrow. Music in this episode is by The Blue Dot Sessions. Memoria comes to you each month. You can listen to our previous episodes or see a schedule of our upcoming episodes on memoriapodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any good podcasting platform. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as $1 a month, you can help support our work. It takes a team of three to put each episode together. A number of days going to selecting, recording, sourcing sound effects, editing, illustrating and publishing each episode. We prefer not to use ads, so please go to our website, memoriapodcast.com, to make a one-off donation or visit our Patreon page. And if you love the show, please leave us a review. Each like or rating is important to us and helps us spread the word. Until next time.